Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Break Up Already. I'm your host, Grant Buckner. And I'm your other host, Carolyn Buckner. And thank you so much for those of you who have left a review. Uh, This week, we would like everyone with the last name starting A through F to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you in advance. Uh, As always in the show notes, we have links to all the good stuff like our Instagram and our merch. If you haven't followed us on Instagram, come on over to at BreakUpAlreadyPodcast and say hi. I've been keeping it up to date and interactive to keep things fun. You can DM us your questions to be answered on the show there, or you can email us at BreakUpAlreadyPod at gmail.com. And speaking of keeping things up to date and fun on the Instagram, I did an Ask Us Anything, and that is where we got today's story from. Uh, But before we jump in, I was going to see if, Care, you had anything you wanted to say or share with the audience. I want to say thank you, too, to um, all of the listeners who have written in to us their stories and questions. Um, It is so much more fun for us when we get to hear from you guys. Um, And so please let us know what topics you want to talk about. I know we say this every week, but... Um, Grant and I are in the house together all day, every day. Neither of us are working right now. So please give us things to talk about with each other. I mean, this is working and I'm doing it diligently. So. Sure. This is not my job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I don't think any of the questions have been about somebody's personal relationship yet. They've been about either like a friend's relationship and legitimately, I don't think it's people saying like, I have a friend and it's about them. (laughs) I think it's legitimately just been about people's friends um, or like family members, which is, which is Well, there's been some about familial relationships. Yeah. About someone's actual Sorry, that's what I meant, like family relationships, which is also what we want to hear. Yeah. But like, I just want you to know if you do write in about your personal relationship, this is all anonymous, so, like, I might know who you are, but we're not going to use your name. Or <laughs> and, you know, you only have to give us the details that you want to, so if there's any kind of identifying information, you can keep that out of your description. Um, also, no one has written in anything like this, but I would really love to have people ask us questions about our relationship just so listeners can get to know us better and just see what they're curious about, about how we make our marriage work. Not that we are, have the perfect marriage, but to talk about that type of stuff. But since we are married, we are clearly making it work somehow. Um, Oh, I was going to say the list of cities that you guys are listening from is actually pretty crazy. And just on Apple podcast today, I was seeing that, um, people have collectively listened to our show for 50 hours. So That's pretty cool. Um, however, only about 38% of those people are actually following us on at least that platform. So click follow and you'll be notified when there's a new episode every week. That way, uh, you don't have to just sit in your car and wonder before, <laughs> And think continually refresh your Instagram yeah. until Grant posted that it's dropped. Me right now. Speaking of which, let's jump right in. 
So I thought you were about to tell them a story about how like I was gaslighting no. you, and I was no, like, no, 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 "What did I do this time?" So again, ask us anything today. Um, somebody, somebody wrote how to tell your friend her boyfriend is toxic. So I said that we would discuss that on the show today. I think what I'm going to do is more or less read our conversation just so that I don't have to kind of like piece together the full story. So here we go. He looked at her texts, boyfriend to the girlfriend from before they even met, uh, without her permission because she had liked a guy from her high school's Facebook post. He gaslights her, he always asks if she's going to find someone cooler slash break up with him, and is for some reason also asking her mostly seriously to marry him for the last three or so months. Wait, 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 wait. It says it's been three months. I don't know if that means they've been dating for three months or that's how long he's been asking. Mm. I, I think they've been dating for three months now that I read it out loud. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, She said... The girlfriend says often, he's so nice and we get along so well. I said, did he read that guy's text specifically, the one that she liked the Facebook posts, or did that just make him insecure? So he just went through all of her texts. And she said she's not sure, but apparently he went back years. <laughs> yeah. Um... She's, I said, holy red flags, Batman. She said, I know, right? It's a red flag the size of the continental U.S. I asked if she had any examples of the gaslighting and has she responded to any of the proposals. She said he was telling her that a relationship she had in the past before they met didn't happen. A relationship that she had. I imagine, and again, I didn't get more color on this, but I imagine she was just like counting somebody as a relationship that he's like, oh, you guys weren't really dating. And like, why would you even bother? But besides the <laughs> point, um, she said she usually says no to the proposals, but like she has also told me that she's considered it, but not right now. And I said, so there's hope. So it says, and once she had bruises on her leg, she does like tumbling and gymnastics. So it comes with the territory. He asked if they were hickeys and who gave them to her slash if she was cheating on him. Bruises on her legs. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a hickey on somebody's leg? I'm sure it has happened. <laughs> I was like, I don't really hear about hickeys very often. I mean, the only ones I've seen have not been on legs, yeah. <laughs> but in any case, um, she said she thinks about this particular girl every time she sees our stories. So <laughs> if you want a reminder to write into the show, follow us on Instagram. Um, but apparently her friend is super into Enneagrams. And so she was like, oh, he's an Enneagram four. He's just insecure. <laughs> and she just ends it with, and I... <laughs> So, okay, I think I'm an Enneagram for whatever. And I mean, insecurity isn't a bad thing inherently, but this is an insecurity. This is toxicity. I'm just saying, it's I different. don't think, I don't know. I don't know enough about Enneagrams. Now. I said, next time he asks if she's going to find someone else, she should just say, actually, do you think you could do it for me? It's so much work. And you seem to think about it way more than I do. <laughs> and apparently the friend has actually started responding. Of course, there's people in the world cooler than you, but I'm choosing to be with you. She said, which is true, but I don't know if it helps. <laughs> oh, man. I was like telling him Babe, he's not. Of course, there's someone hotter than you, but I pick you anyway. I mean, like that's 
again, just kind of like true across the board, right? Like there's always somebody hotter than you. There's always someone less hot than you. Like that's just how the world works. And so it's just like, but that's not going to quell anybody's insecurities, but it's not your job to quell somebody's insecurities. Like, unless there's a legitimate reason, like you did cheat on him, <laughs> but you guys are yeah. trying to work through it. But if, if you've had no reason to feel insecure in a relationship, it's not cool just for him to gaslight you for yeah. no reason. The bruises thing made me laugh because today I was on the floor playing with Rowan and I looked down and I have three giant yeah, purple bruises, bruises on my right legs now. and I have no idea I where they I saw that came one yesterday from. and it's like blackish purple like Dawson is constantly climbing on yeah, me but why and you body slamming so me. easily. I don't he doesn't I know like it's a know. stereotype that girls bruise really easily. Is that a thing? Is I that real? I don't know. Like maybe we're fattier. I feel I like it, I feel like it should be the opposite. I feel like the firmer a muscle, the more easily it should bruise. Blood fat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't, I don't know. I don't know. This anyway. isn't what our listeners are paying to listen to. Oh, yeah. What are they paying for? Find us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so where do we even start? Yeah. This guy. Well, one, I want to know, did she like the Facebook photo? Was it like him with his sister? I, I mean, again, she didn't say I would venture to say it was just a, a normal run-of-the-mill picture, yeah. especially because um, I know that this person is, like, slightly younger than us, and people, if she went to high school with him, like, people our age and younger aren't posting thirst traps on Facebook. That's like, true. Come on. <laughs> Those pictures are for grandma. Yeah. And, okay. So the first thing she wrote about was... The Facebook thing. Yeah. Um, and this opens, like, a good line of questioning, I guess, right? Yeah. So, like, there have been situations where I think people that are in relationships have liked pictures inappropriately. Yes. Even when it is people that they know personally. So it's not just, like, whatever, homeboy was caught liking some Instagram model's pictures it was like i'm just liking these pictures because we're friends but like okay why are you only liking her beach pictures you know right um i have seen that and when that warrants a discussion yes because it is disrespectful in my opinion when and there's something to be said about the type of person you are, right? Like, I feel like if there was a friend of mine from high school and I like all of their pictures and I happen to also like the ones of them at the beach or whatever and it's not an obvious thirst trap, I don't think it would make you uncomfortable. Yeah, because that's just like... It's normal behavior. Oh, it's Sarah. Double click and you're not even really looking at the photo. Right. But then like, if you notice a pattern and it's like, okay, you're only liking these pictures of girls who are like clearly posting this picture for attention from guys. Right. And why are you giving them your attention? Like, yeah. fair enough. Um, I don't feel <laughs> again, like that's the situation, especially because it was on Facebook. But I think it is important to have that discussion with your significant other and even if they haven't brought it up before just say like hey what are what do you think our boundaries should be when it comes to social media and maybe like 
whatever of exes or like how you like what is it does it ever make you uncomfortable when i interact whatever sex you're attracted to in the situation does it make you uncomfortable when i interact with these people or in like what context does it make you uncomfortable it definitely warrants a discussion and i think we can both agree it doesn't warrant sneaking into somebody's text oh absolutely (laughs) not and and that's i mean i didn't even get to that especially just like liking it but i think it is it is a good discussion to have. I think that like there are I don't know, reasonable responses to that. Like if I was like you can never like another girl's pictures even if it's her and her husband and her baby. <laughs> like yeah. that's just And again, like if you did for some reason come to me and say I do get uncomfortable when you like that family's <laughs> pictures out of respect for you I wouldn't Right. But then we would have a conversation like, what about it is making you uncomfortable? Yeah. Because that's, it's the why in every scenario that you need to get to. Right. Because the what's are just symptoms of whatever underlying problem is there. And so you need to know the why before you can actually resolve any issues that might be there. Yeah. But it could be like, well, you know, uh, you used to date that person and... I just don't want you interacting with them. Like whatever. Yeah. Like there's 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 reasonable reasons <laughs> that could I know potentially come up. A lot of people would disagree with me on this, but hot take. What um, is it? I do not stay friends with exes or f- continue to follow exes. I on unfollow on social, social media. media. Yeah. I know a lot of people. I I feel like it depends on like if it how your relationship how ended. a relationship ended but i even if it ended fine i just i don't like to i don't like to see it i just i don't know i just feel like if you're not in my if if we were more than friends and you're not in my life anymore you don't need to see my stuff and i don't need to see your stuff sure yeah i mean uh so i don't know if most people would disagree with you there I I think the one thing is I th- I feel like one thing is people don't want to be perceived as petty. Yeah. And I think that's fair because you do want to have like an adult mature breakup. Right. And you don't want someone to think like okay, so we're all hunky-dory when we're dating, but then the second we have a falling out and decide that it's in both of our best interests to break up, you're going to like shadow ban me for yeah. forever. Um like but I guess that's where, like, you know what I'm saying. The line is like, if you're not in my life and you're not participating in my life in any way, then I then it's not petty for me to be like. Also, I don't really want to see you on Facebook. Right, and and I think that's another thing is just and, and I think it's more like I don't really want to see your stuff. Sure, I, I, it doesn't bother me as much. Like, and I, well, I mean, there is an ex where I'm like, what if you n- never know anything about right. me? But also, what you just said. I don't want to see your stuff. I think knowing your own boundaries is good because like, say you're not even dating somebody and you're like, well, that wasn't a bad breakup. It was totally mutual. We just decided we weren't good for each other, whatever. There's no reason you need to block them or, or remove them or whatever. But then later down the road, like you see them going on with their life and it starts to upset you. 
just yeah. unfollow them. Like you don't have to, you don't have to do it. They're not going to notice, you know, yeah. like by that point, it's okay just for yourself, like to go ahead and, and yeah. get rid of Something that. Something that like weirds me out about social media sometimes is it like gives you like insight into somebody's life and it feels like if someone's not in my life anymore and it like ended on not the highest note, which I think most breakups don't end on the highest note, then I just feel... Like a C sharp. <laughs> I don't think that's the highest <laughs> note. <laughs> um, I'm not a music person. I don't yeah. know. I just feel like... But you can find me on Spotify. <laughs> Please leave five stars. Um, I just... It almost... It's not that like seeing them move on with their life is upsetting me. It's just like, this feels too intimate for me to like even see that you're moving on with your life. Mm -hmm. And I just like, we have this more than friends history and now we're not even friends at all. And I feel weird even like watching your life play out. Sometimes I kind of want them to keep following me so they can see how well I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. I obviously don't care about what my exes think about know. me. I want them to keep following you. So they can see how pretty I am <laughs> and how cute my kids are. He didn't uh, stay with you because you wouldn't have been able to give him this gorgeous little boy. Have you? Did you ever think about that when you were dating people? What like your kids would look like? And were you ever concerned about it? Be honest. Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say the two people I dated were really cute uh, kids. Who grew up to be average-looking adults. Gangly. So I never felt worried about like what my kids would look like because they were super cute as children. No, I have I've. You can be with somebody and think they're attractive and like look at old pictures of them or like look at like the men in their family or the women in their family and be like, would my kid take after this person? <laughs> you know. Um, and just have second thoughts. And that's understandable. You're mm-hmm. only human. Is it shallow? That's for you to decide. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> Write in if you want to know the answer to that. <laughs> but anyway, so the texts. Yeah. After the Facebook issue, we've talked about social media. The texts. Y'all, I, like, absolutely without a shadow of a doubt, this is horribly inappropriate behavior. Going back years? Yeah. I just... What do you think he was looking for? I don't think he was necessarily looking for anything specific. I think he was just just like, I need something to feed my insecurity. I think he was being a creep. I know she said something to somebody in the last three years that would make (sighs) me feel insecure. I personally think that was an excuse because he got caught. Yeah. Like, oh, you liked that guy's picture on Facebook, and so, like, I'm freaking out. Like, are you talking to other guys? Okay, then why are you in 2016, you freak, you yeah. know? <laughs> Where it's just like, no, you just you just want to know the contents of my communication with other people. That is a huge invasion of privacy. Yeah. And, like, she, you know, he's probably seeing, like, stuff her girlfriends are confiding in her about. Like, yeah. things that are not for you. Like, personal family communications. Like you are allowed to expose as much of your private communications with your partner as you feel is appropriate, but it is super not up to them to decide that any behavior that you have makes it okay for them to spy on you. Yeah. Like that's not okay. Like even if you thought she was cheating on you, am I wrong in saying it's inappropriate to go through her phone? I don't know. 
It is. It's inappropriate. You should talk to her. If you think she's lying, then break up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you're so convinced she's cheating on you, confront her. And if you confront her and you still feel like she's lying, break up. If you're so convinced she's cheating on you, break up with her. Why are you in the relationship? You know what I'm saying? You don't need to go through her texts. I feel like, so... You don't need to go through her texts. I just knew a situation where someone's boyfriend was cheating on them. And she was convinced of it. And she suspected it. But he also, like, was going through some stuff and was just acting weird in general. And he was not... I was shocked to find out that he was cheating on her. And she saw, like, a text from a girl she didn't know and... Come through? Or she saw, like, the words? Did it say, like, new text message from girl I don't know? Or... I think I think it came through and she could see some of the text. That's a little different. And so she opened the text and, like saw that and then like scrolled okay. back to see that's a that's a little different that's kind of like you happen to be in the living room when you saw the person they were cheating with walk by the window yeah. <laughs> you know where it's like you didn't go searching for that person well, it think, was just kind of like wrong place wrong time i think time. she like he was still there so i think she waited until he left and then she like opened the text sure i mean it was it. a little a little sneaky from that perspective. I'm just saying, like, she didn't go into his phone just at the whim of maybe mm. there's something in here I can find. No, no, no. And, and, like, don't get me wrong. I understand the... What's the word? The the appeal, I guess? Yeah, I don't... I think that's a maybe too positive of a word. I don't... I don't know. So... One. I understand the desire to know that your partner is cheating on you, if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> is what I'm really I just, at. I guess in my opinion, it's hard to just be like, I'm breaking up with you because I'm convinced you're cheating on me, but I don't have any evidence. No, well, that's I'm not weird. saying that there isn't so any you're evidence. Like, if you have a reason to think they're cheating on you, then, then you obviously have some evidence. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's like suspicious activity in well, your it's like, okay, feeling. you're way too flirty with that guy. Even if you're not cheating on me with him... Your behavior is inappropriate, and it's enough that I can tell you want to cheat on me with him. I guess you know I'm what I'm just, saying? I guess I'm just imagining, like, somebody who feels really suspicious, some things aren't adding up, but they don't have any concrete evidence, opening their phone and looking to see if they're texting somebody, and if that person was cheating, I wouldn't be like, it was inappropriate you looked in his phone. I'd be like, yeah... He's the worst. He was cheating. But that's just the ends justify the means, you know? It's like the cops going into your house because they suspect you have whatever on the premises, but they don't have a warrant. And so they just go into the house and they're like, yeah, you're a criminal. We we assumed that. But they, they have no right to be there. You know what I'm saying? It, I don't know. It's... I think I just think that there's like some in some cases I wouldn't feel like it was inappropriate for someone to check somebody else's text. But, but what is the case? It's when someone's being really shady and you probably have good reason to think that they're cheating yes. on you. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like you don't you don't need to go through his texts. You like you need to talk to him. Yeah, and then he's probably gaslighting you and lying to your face. Yeah, probably. 
But if like if you suspect all those things, why like what if you say let me see your phone? Why don't you feel comfortable showing me your phone? Who yeah. is it you're texting? I don't know. I guess it just depends. Or I saw like... that text from, you know, Ashley come through. Why is she texting you? Do you mind if I see that conversation? Like I just I I just feel like none of the relationship should be done in deceit because regardless of that other person's behavior, like, what if he's not? What if you just went through his phone and he's not cheating and you just violated his privacy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is this the first time we're disagreeing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, the situation is that you have, like, strong feelings and suspicious activity, right? So it's just, like, basically this guy is cheating on you or he's, like, doing drugs. Like, there's, like, definitely something going on. And you can approach somebody with it and say, like, what's going on? But maybe just as a woman, it's kind of like, this person's going to yell at me and this person's going to get in my face and they're going to call me names and tell me that I'm a bad word and I'm... Just I mean, if like you're being needy if and you're clingy. If you're in an abusive and, relationship, like, do you need to go through his texts to know that you should leave him? You know what I'm saying? Some people might. If you're in an abusive <sighs> relationship, no, yes. But I'm just saying, like, but a like, guy could come at you like that and not necessarily have been in an abusive well, relationship. I mean, that's abusive behavior. Sure, but like, but if you know that that's going, maybe to maybe he's just cheating on you. But if you I, assume that that's going to happen, it's because there's precedent, and if there's precedent, then. He exhibits abusive behavior and you shouldn't be with him. You know what I'm saying? And like, of course, people who are in abusive relationships have their reasons for not leaving or don't necessarily realize they're in one. But if they don't, then like, it makes sense that they're going to go ahead and just check his phone because like they're in an unhealthy relationship and they feel the need to. But if someone doesn't feel like that's the relationship they're in, then they probably don't need to or feel the need to. I just... I don't know. So, I think it's definitely, like, a... Hot button issue. <laughs> I think when you're just that I'm sure dating, has been, um, there's definitely not a... It's harder to find justification for, like, looking at somebody's texts. But I just think that if you don't have anything to hide, then it would not be super upsetting that somebody looked at your text. But I think that, like... You know, if I thought that you were cheating and I was looking at your text, I wouldn't scroll through all your texts with your best friend. I wouldn't right. look through all of your texts. Right. Like, I would look at your text to see if there was a name I didn't know or a conversation. And so, like, I, I wouldn't be, like... Somebody like, with hearts next to their names that you don't <laughs> recognize. <laughs> like, this guy just, like, scrolled back and read years of yeah, text with a wild. bunch of people. And that's what's weird. So I think that's right. always weird. But if you suspect somebody of cheating on you, you're not just going to go back and read all of right. their texts. But then, like, okay, well, what's the limit? How far back can you go before it's morally ambiguous? You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm not saying, like, I wouldn't read any of your texts with your best friend if I thought you were cheating. Right. I, I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm just Are saying, like... Are you cheating? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> who... Okay. Let's, let's pretend we're him. Yeah. He sees that he... That she liked that guy's photo. He goes under her phone. Is he looking for that guy's name? Maybe yeah. say there are texts from him because they are friends. He 
is he justified in going into that? Listen, when you were in high school, you told him you had a crush on him. And now that we're 27... Uh, is he justified like, in reading those text messages? No, 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 no. Okay. You're, I think liking one Facebook photo is not at all an inclination Say he that was somebody already suspicious cheating. and then he saw that. I guess I just... It's just that, like, this guy had a suspicion, right? Like, if it was valid or not, he had a suspicion. So, that being said, knowing what we know about this guy, is it okay for him ever to go into her phone and read her text messages? No, definitely not. And I think... Oh, there's it's, it's to me this is such a great area because <laughs> that's in why general, I think it should not be with him. White. They've only been dating three months. Three months. Yes. Assuming I understood that. And part so correctly. if you have a suspicion that someone's cheating on you and you've only been dating three months, like that to me is like just leave. Or it's a huge red flag on you, right. which is definitely the case here because he's apparently always asking, Oh, you're gonna find somebody cooler than me? Yeah. Are you gonna leave me? And it's like Okay, that, y'all, that is, that's red flag number one. Right. <laughs> if somebody's constantly asking you if you're going to leave them, they're insecure. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're not worth your time or that you're not yeah. in a healthy relationship. But that's really, an. I mean, it's a very unhealthy behavior. Yes. So it, it's not exactly a healthy relationship, well, but it it's not that it like can't be a previous healthy trauma, relationship. Yeah. Right. So like I dated a girl who had previous relationship trauma and a lot of that baggage came into the relationship. And when things like that got said, I knew they weren't because of me. They're directed at me because we're together now, yeah. but they're not because of me. This is not behavior that I did. Yeah. Did you leave her? <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> are, 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 sorry, are you asking, was it me? Am I the girl? I'm just saying, like, she was like, are you going to leave me? And at one point you were oh, like, Oh, I don't, I don't yes. know that she ever asked me that specific question. Yes, I I'm, I'm just saying that, like, past <laughs> trauma comes into new relationships right, right. because that's just how I think that's work. why I feel like this is such a great area is because I dated someone who lied to me on a very consistent basis about big things, about small things. And so I think for me, it it feels more gray because I didn't like search through his texts, but I did like accidentally find out a lot of things that he'd been lying to me about for like a year. And it just kind of felt like, because you had access to his phone? I did have access to no, his phone. No, no, no. Is it the things you're saying, was it because you had access to his phone? Yeah, but it would be like, it wasn't like I was like searching in his right, phone. Right, 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 It just was like... He's an idiot and it was still it, up. Right. I remember one of these conversations. And, yeah. and it just kind of felt like, well, I've been lied to That's different for though. A you year. weren't looking for it. No, but it did kind That's of feel like... That's what going through somebody's phone Right, but is. it kind of felt like... If I had, when I was suspicious before, and I could have just looked and I could have saved myself eight months of I mean, being weren't you in to. a miserable relationship though? Like, did, like, if, if you had eight months prior, right? Like, could yeah. that version of you not have just said, wow, this is awful. And regardless of what you're doing on that phone <laughs> and with who, <laughs> well, I should one, leave you. I, 
I did not know I was in a miserable relationship. I didn't really have enough relationship experience or understanding. Um, yes, but... You didn't know that it was... Um, I think because I was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety that I didn't know was abnormal, I just kind of thought that, like, I didn't associate any of it with the relationship. Like, I just was miserable as a person. Okay. Um. Well. But, like, it kind of felt like, like that year was a hard year and it kind of felt like I could have not stuck out this hard year with someone who was lying to me the whole time if I had just looked. And so I think that's why it, and I'm not saying it would have been the right thing for me to do, but that's why it feels great to me is because I've like been in a relationship where someone just constantly lied to you and somehow was always able to convince you of something that sometimes it just is like, if I brought this up to you, you I brought this up to you and you lied to me. And so if I had just looked myself, you wouldn't have been able to lie. I I really do feel like if you're with somebody that you feel you need to go through their phone to look for suspicious things like that, you shouldn't be with them. Like I have never once cared an iota what you are doing on your phone, who you're texting, who you're calling. Firstly, it's your mom exclusively. So <laughs> who cares? But it's just like... But I can't say the same about you. And it's not because I don't trust you. And, and it's not definitely now, but like in the big, you, you never had a relationship where you felt lied to and suspicious. You, and like You're you talking about baggage you brought into our relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just and like saying, I said, like, past trauma affects you. I'm just saying that like... If you, if like you started the relationship with me, I was exhibiting similar behaviors. And so you're like, oh, I actually can't trust this dude either because he's acting the exact same way. Then like, you shouldn't be with me. Yeah. but, But I'm not, I'm not justifying this guy at all. But like you, when you're coming out of a relationship with someone who lies and is hiding thing and hiding things in their life what like, ticks you off to them lying about something else is a really small behavior. You haven't heard from them in an hour. Sure. Like, it, you know, normally they text you as soon as they leave class. It's 10 minutes One of past. my exes, it was, you. she hasn't heard from you in 30 seconds. <laughs> and so you're probably mad at her. And do you want to break up? <laughs> but I'm just saying, like... Did you meet somebody cooler? <laughs> And you said, yes, yes, I did. Uh, um, hopefully one day, yes. It's it's just that, like, it's a really small trigger. And so you did the things that would have triggered me to him lying. Because it was a normal thing that I just knew the situation well enough. It had been, he'd been lying to me long enough that I n- knew what the hints were. And so you could do the exact same thing that he did, but it not indicate that you were lying and hiding something. And so there were plenty of times that you did something that made me feel suspicious. And I never looked at your phone, but there was like a temptation to be like, well, I would just know. I would just know like what he was doing or what he was saying. And I'd be able to like put my mind at ease. And I was mature enough to be able to recognize that like you that that was like 
that the things that were making me feel suspicious were actually normal behaviors and like baggage from the past. But like- Did you come to that conclusion via conversations with me? I think I like- Like when I was exhibiting those behaviors, did you talk to me about them and then were assuaged or- Um, it was a mix. It depended. Like I told you when you, like my ex tended to make- morning plans with me and then not show up sure and so like sometimes i would just tell you like hey you made breakfast plans with me and i just need you to know if you were even 10 minutes late i'm gonna have it i'm gonna react disproportionately upset and so sometimes i would just tell you and you would acknowledge that and make sure it didn't happen and sometimes like i just had to be like he's not this person and I just have to see it play out. Cause a lot of times it was small things. Um, but there were times where I'm like, I don't know if he's lying to me. I don't know if he's telling the truth. I would ask you something and you'd be like, no, that's not the way it is. And there would just be like, I just have to take you at your word because I don't like what, what else am I supposed to do? I like, <laughs> I'm not making sense. If you were lying to me... I'm glad you acknowledged it because I didn't want to tell you how crazy you sound right now. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, that's a gaslighting thing. I think I just was mature enough to know he is not him. And if he's lying to me... Grant is not my ex is what she's saying. (laughs) She does this all the time. is not my ex. And I'm just going to have to deal with the fact that like when someone lies to you, it all comes out. And like if he is lying to me then sorry i'm just still laughing because carol like (laughs) carol start telling a story and she'll say like she said to her and i'm like you haven't even told me anybody's name yet (laughs) who's the she and who's the her she'll just use pronouns and it's just like this is impossible to follow but it's funny that she does it i i don't care that she does it i just Uh, he cares a little i i care enough because i obviously (laughs) you know what a lot of guys wouldn't even bother asking clarification questions (laughs) because they don't care about the story and hey even if i don't i still ask clarification questions (laughs) like here's a really intricate story about people at work you've never met and never will but i'm confused about it so let's ask some questions (laughs) um but basically long story short is when you come out of a relationship with someone who consistently lied to you you feel kind of crazy and you don't and so it it doesn't I'm not saying it's justified, but you said you've never felt tempted or like you had any interest. And so I'm saying when you come out of a relationship with someone who lies to you, there is the temptation. I did feel tempted. Oh, sure. No, no, no. I understand the temptation. What I'm saying is, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying I think it's a lot more black and white than you seem to think it is. But because like what you're describing is... Somebody in the past was a bad person and you're going into a relationship projecting that onto your new partner, which is not positive behavior. And I understand like you're obviously acknowledging that, but I'm saying like if someone in that situation, they're not justified in going through somebody's text messages just because that they have wounds from their past. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that 
I would have felt justified in going through my ex-boyfriend's text messages because he... In retrospect, because you know he was a liar. Yeah, I mean, I would have felt justified in the moment because I was an idiot and I stuck around through lots and lots of different lies. But you, but like what I'm, what I'm getting at is that you only feel justified if you're right. But no one's going to go into text messages and be wrong and be justified. So in in my relationship with my ex-boyfriend, if I went through his text messages and found nothing, I, I would have been like, well, you can't be mad at me about this because you lie to me constantly. And... Yeah, but you know he lies to you. Like, the text messages are just additional proof. But, like, you knowing he lies to you all the time is already enough for you to not be with him. Yeah, I, like, I cannot like, provide you justification like, about why I You don't stayed. need a glut of proof to leave somebody. You just need You just need to know that that is their behavior. And if you know that outside of their text messages, you don't have to invade the privacy to do that. Yeah, and I think you I just, coming upon it naturally the way you did makes sense because you're just continuing to be in a relationship with him and like opening your phone for Spotify is normal, you know, like we both have each other's uh, passwords or whatever to each other's phones or like thumbprints or whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like neither of us care when the other person gets on their phone. But like if I, if I had, um, what was that website? Ashley Madison up. <laughs> <laughs> when you open it, that was a website for people who like wanted to have an affair specifically. Um, yeah. then like me getting caught, what's the word? It's a product of that being my consistent behavior. Yeah. Like you're going to catch somebody in the act because that's what yeah. they are doing. They're up to no good. Eventually you're going to find out. It doesn't have to be through that very specific medium. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the best decision to make to look through their phone. I'm just saying that. Is it a like... sin? Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just feel. Theology majors. We know you guys like to talk right into the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just it doesn't matter. Well, here's the this, thing. I was going to say this guy's not justified. I know I'm positive that this exact discussion happens around technological morality boards all the time. <laughs> um because it's what is it? 2022, we're we just continuously are in a more and more advanced age where technology and personal information coincide. And we can find out more about our partner, our potential partner, mm -hmm. um, their past partners, all the information about them more easily than we ever have been able to. Yeah. And so with that comes new dynamics and relationships. We have to discuss, is it appropriate? Is this black and white? Is there a gray area here? And I know text messages have existed for a long time, but at this point, it's not just text messages. There's so many ways to communicate. Yeah. I know that people have cheated or not. I know that people have communicated with the person they're cheating with 
like exclusively via Snapchat, right? Yeah. Because like that stuff's gone exclusively instantly. Exclusively via LinkedIn. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Um, I'm going to be honest. If I thought you were cheating, I'd never check your LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be a good idea. Don't give people ideas. Don't, don't cheat via LinkedIn. Okay. Twitter um, is fine though. <laughs> stop it. I'm just saying there's, there's, multiple ways of mediated communication these days that are possibly ways people could cheat on somebody else. And so we have to have these conversations to figure out where do we sit on this issue? Do, if we don't think it's cool for Facebook to be reading our messages with other people, are we cool with our partner reading those messages when we also haven't given them permission to do so? You know, how much of this is personal? And you have autonomy over it and how much of it is fair game because you have quote unquote put it out there in some capacity. Yeah. Like just because somebody has access to it, is there ever a reason that they are justified in taking it besides like a court order from a judge (laughs) which of course when our legal system comes into play that's a whole different story i also think there's absolutely no way to justify reading someone's text from before they met you no that's super messed up and weird yeah are you trying to figure out if she cheated on her last boyfriend (laughs) like what is wrong with you this guy yeah okay what was the the last part of that initial communication we have to answer her question of how do you tell her that her boyfriend right, is right, toxic? Right, right, right. Oh, we did not talk about the engagements, the, oh, the proposals, yeah. the proposals. Um, he should not be doing that, especially because she, okay, I know a lot of people, and we've talked about this before, get uh, engaged very quickly. For example, Kristen Bell's little sister in my room. <laughs> <laughs> See last week's for more information. I know some people get engaged and or married very quickly. That is, that's not the situation. She clearly has not had this conversation with him. Uh, she is not reciprocating his feelings about it. Apparently he's only asking her like half-heartedly. He's just being weird yeah. about it. One, even if he was a totally normal guy, it takes away from the specialness of eventually for real asking right. someone to marry you. If anything, it's like a pseudo love bombing. And yeah. love bombing is a, it's kind of like a precursor to like straight up abuse in a relationship mm-hmm. because you're making that person feel uh, very loved. And so your later negative behavior seems less offensive because they can say, well, I, they definitely love me a lot because like, mm-hmm. here's all these examples of times they did that. And he's like, well, he obviously wants to marry me like so much, you know, he obviously really likes me because he's asked me to marry him like three times, mm-hmm. which is, and we've only been together three months. And like, that's probably in his head <laughs> what he thinks she'd think. Yeah. But what she's thinking is, this is so weird. And he's just an Enneagram four. (laughs) So, of course, it's just like, sweetie, that doesn't matter. I think (laughs) men rushing in, I mean, not just men, like anyone rushing in too fast in a relationship. When that is not where the other person clearly is. I think it's, it's riskier if, if for rushing in, in general, regardless, but it is 
it is more of a red flag when one person is like way gung-ho to like push forward when the other person is like i barely know you yeah that's a problem yeah that is a huge red flag it's gonna end up being at at best a codependent relationship because it's obviously (laughs) more dangerous when somebody gets engaged after two weeks and married in a month because they don't they don't know nearly about yeah each other what we knew about each other when we got engaged and we got engaged at 10 months so like that's you know but then someone who gets engaged four years down the line like you know you knew too much (laughs) you know too much and you're you shouldn't you're gonna break up eventually (laughs) um we need to get at what how do we we're in agreement this guy is toxic yes how does a listener tell her friend your boyfriend is toxic and i think the first part is to probably not say that. (laughs) I would probably say, don't say, hey girl, your boyfriend's toxic. I would do a few different things. Did you have any recommendations off the top of your head? I don't know. Well, here's, okay. Let me me hear yours first. So when, this is coming from a place of genuine concern, obviously. They're real friends. She obviously cares about her friend. So I don't think this is like a petty thing or it's like you don't know her well enough to be having this conversation or you just don't like this guy, whatever. It's obviously that she cares about him. So start there. (laughs) Start with the fact that you're only bringing this up because you love this person and you want what's best for them and you care about them. And so because they need to know that first and foremost. They don't care about what you say until there is a foundation of acceptance, right? Because even if she knows you love her and you start going off about her boyfriend, it's like, okay, well, now you're telling, you're you're insinuating that I have like a fault in my character because I've chosen to be with this person. Yeah. And so you need to say, I love you and care about you. I want to talk about your relationship because I have some concerns. I have seen behaviors from him that I think do not honor you, are disrespectful towards you. Yeah. um, And I need you to know are are abnormal. Yeah. um, Because it's... It's abnormal across all Enneagrams. Across all Enneagrams, yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter that Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> doesn't matter what the moon phase is. I mean, it does, just not for the relationship. <laughs> um, it matters for literally nothing. Our tides are important. Um, do you not care about sea life? <laughs> um, she needs to have validation and then you need to hit her logos pathos ethos you know what are the moral stipulations you have with his behavior logically what are the things that you see that are incompatible with where you know your best friend wants to be it's like hey i know that you want a guy who xyz doesn't treat you like you're crazy while he acts crazy yeah (laughs) and yet here we are and you know he's acting like this and you're making excuses for him I don't know why you're doing that, but I know that you don't need to because like you have other options and better options. I probably wouldn't use the language making excuses for him because yes. I'm just no, out to the I, listener. You're right. I should, you should As use a girl, passive. if someone say that to me, I'd be like, okay, well. You should use passive voice, 
right? Yeah. So like you should never say you're doing this or you're doing that. It should be something more to the effect of like he makes excuses yeah. f- like for himself whenever you confront him, right? Yeah. And so it's not necessarily she's making excuses for him. It's that she's believing the excuses he's making, but you're not saying you believe all of his excuses. You're just saying that he gives you excuses, and you're not saying what she does with those. Yeah. But she knows what she does with them. I I mean, as I was thinking as you were talking and my thoughts really even had like the same language as yours. And I would also mention like, this is how he's acting three months into y'all's relationship. And if he's not able to acknowledge that behaviors and seek help for that behavior, it it will continue and definitely get worse um and and he clearly isn't able to acknowledge the behavior as something's wrong and people who consistently bring up their own insecurities towards someone else they live in a perpetual cycle of a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah because of course you were treating this girl so poorly, she's going to leave you. But he's going to make it about her. He's going to say, see, I told you, you were going to leave me. And this whole time, you know, you lied. Because you said you, you know, you weren't. And it's like, don't let him trap you. Like, he's going to try and trap you. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, you need to say, this is a... Again, this is a symptom of a deeper issue. Yeah. Your deeper issue is your insecurity and it is manifesting in an invasion of my privacy, yeah. in in telling me that like I'm not good enough or I'm having wrong thoughts Basically, to make to make you sound better. Yeah. He's he's feeling in like feeling insecure is not justification for treating someone poorly. You can't treat someone poorly and be like, well, I'm just feeling really insecure. That doesn't matter. You still treated them poorly. You're in charge of your own actions despite your feelings. Right. Maybe we should, like, bullet point, (laughs) since we've, like, talked in circles, what she should say to her friend. I also wonder, like, if this Especially because this is the longest episode (laughs) we've ever recorded, straight up. Maybe not after I edit it, but... Wondering if this guy is struggling with depression. I mean, he's struggling with something for sure. I just, I feel mm. like this behavior doesn't make me think that he's like narcissist or even like well, ab- there's abusive. So much we don't know, right? But I, he very well. This he could, could be, very well point to narcissism. Sure, I, this sure. behavior doesn't. Re- but that but my first thought all. was like, I wonder if he has depression. Yeah. Um, I know somebody who has like severe OCD and it actually leads them to be very insecure in their relationships, mostly because they obsess over them. And so it's not like any behavior that the other person is performing that makes them feel like they're going to leave them. It's literally just they can't stop thinking about all the ifs. Yeah. And so, but that's what I felt when I feel really depressed it makes me feel insecure in my relationship with you, even if nothing right. was going on. But, like, lots of things can make somebody feel sure. insecure. However, I I agree that he is clearly struggling with some kind of 
mental abnormality. Yeah. I would not... Hold on. (laughs) I just want to qualify that when I say mental abnormality, I'm not saying, like, a mental illness necessarily. I'm just saying that, like, whatever he is feeling is obviously emotionally abnormal. Go ahead. To the listener, I would not bring up to your friend that maybe he has depression or something like that. It's also not her problem. It's not her problem, but also if she tends towards codependent relationships, she's going to be like, well, his behavior is because he's depressed. So he needs me to stay with him and help him through it. stay with him and help him through it. I would just just don't bring that up at all. So I would... Also, even even if what, like, say that he's already told her that, and she's like, yeah, he has depression. That is why he treats me like this. It's like, okay, well, just the fact that that's what's happening doesn't make yeah. it okay for you to be his punching bag. Yeah. You know, like just because you're aware of his depression doesn't mean that his behavior is okay. Yeah. So I would express your love for your friend. Yes. I would express that his behaviors are concerning to you and describe those behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how they don't align with, her hopes and desires for the future and how she deserves to be treated. Yeah. And again, do not focus on your friend's responses or towards her boyfriend or her behaviors towards her boyfriend. Make it about his negative behavior towards her because that is your concern. Yeah. And the way she reacts to said behavior isn't your priority the priority is showing her that his behavior is wrong yeah and having been in situations like this before i mean you're going to feel discouraged there's a pretty good chance she doesn't listen to you um and just keep you don't have to like constantly nag her but just like keep reminding her that she deserves to be treated better and um, yeah, but there's a decent chance she doesn't listen, to be honest. And for all of those friends out there who have actual emergency situations, in the show notes, you can find the American Psychological Association's links of resources for any real and emergency help that they may need. Yeah. Um, thank you to our listener for writing in. Yes, thank you. Um, you ended up making us have one of the longer conversations, uh, definitely the longest that we've had on the podcast. Um, I will do my best to cut this down, (laughs) y'all. So whatever you're listening to right now is the trimmest version possible. Um, Grant and I are going to go continue to argue about (laughs) ethical issues surrounding technological privacy. Um, But yeah, y'all, thank you for listening. We very much appreciate you. Uh, again, write in at breakupalreadypod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at breakupalreadypodcast. DM us, send us an email about your relationship, about somebody else's relationship, your weird Uncle Gary, your stepdad. It doesn't matter. We want to hear about it. But in the meantime, this has been Break Up Already. I have been Grant Buckner. And I've been Carolyn Buckner. And we will see you next week. Bye.